0: We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings?
2: Yeah, Digitex does that.
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad, Welcome back, everybody. 133 in Edmonton, this is Oilers Now. Where guests receive gift certificates... From Royal Pizza, Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 years for menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffert recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. Hope you're having a solid Thursday. Just heard from Brian Burke as well as Louis DeBrusque, and now John Shannon will join us, our uh, NHL insider. John, how are you doing? I don't know if we have him on the timeline here, Bob. Let me uh, negotiate contact, as we say. All right. Work your magic. I will tell you that uh, coming up on uh, tomorrow's show from NHL Hockey and Rogers, regular Friday contributors... Elliot Friedman for the River Cree Resort and Casino, and Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Race in Alberta. Natalie Minkler uh, will uh, be on the show as well from the Edmonton Leaders Community Foundation to talk about the Shirts Off Our Back event, which will be taking place tomorrow night at uh, Rogers Place. You know, the old-fashioned phone line still works too, uh, Brennan, so see if you can make that magic happen. Um Steve says, Bob, on our Ashley Finefloor's text line, what about the possibility of substituting Archibald with Nygaard on the top line? What do you think? Uh, I, I think Nygaard has kind of hasn't been able to get the traction I think they were hoping for here over the course. I mean, he dealt with some injury. Uh, the one thing is, if you had Nygaard there, you could play Neal over on right wing. I think James Neal might be better on the right side, might be able to, to get him uh, in a situation. Uh uh, where he can shoot quicker over on the right side than the left side. Craig has texted the show to say, Bob, Louis de Bruss, Brian Burke, John Shannon, all on the same show. That is a lot of wisdom. Did we strike out, or you want me to give her We're We're dialing him up on the tie line. Just 10 more seconds here. Okay. Do you want to use my phone to do that? It only takes me about a month to put that together. So, uh, there we go. Stan says, I have to love my fellow Oilers fans. As soon as somebody has a good game while Nugent Hopkins is out, and they've got all these grandiose ideas that we don't need Nuge or his or his services are of little use. I will continue to tell anybody with ears that Nugent Hopkins is probably the most underrated oiler in the past two decades. Pay attention to all the plays he makes uh, where he doesn't get the point or back checks to save a goal. That one comes to us from Stan. Well, that's a great place to start with John Shannon. John, uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins has been out of the lineup for five games. The Oilers are two and three during that stretch.
1: Well, uh, and I I think that uh, we have to give him some credit for what he's done and what he can do for this organization. And also, to me, and even in watching last night, uh, when you put uh, Leon Dreisaitl as your number two center, uh, Leon has to learn to adapt to be that number two center. I I think that he's quite happy and accustomed to playing on the wing with Connor. Uh, but at the same time when you move him to the second center, there are you spreading yourself too thin with your two best players? And I think that's part of it.
0: When you have a tandem that, that, that that's the question, John, when you have a tandem that's that good, uh, if possible, why would you break them up? right? Well the problem here is that Nugent Hopkins is not available right now. so in right. order and, and teams are focused on shutting that line because like, there is a sentiment out there, you know what? Just roll with it. Put those two guys together. Say, all right, you gotta outscore the other teams top, whoever they put up against you, and then the other three lines just gotta check and play even. And and then we'll rely on our special teams, which is kind of what they did in Vancouver when they got their win. I mean, I, I gotta tell you, I'm not surprised. I'll tell you what surprised me. I'm not surprised that they're having some challenges without Nugent Hopkins. I am surprised. Uh, I mean, the, the, the coaching staff couldn't have been happy with what they saw to Clefbaum and Larson just on the misreads on a couple plays. And, yes, Leon contributed to the third goal against last night by not getting the puck in deep, the end of a shift. But the, the, I don't know if it was the fourth or fifth one, but both guys are in the, you know, in the same corner. No one's in front of them That's too experienced defensemen. I, I I thought that Adam Larson, maybe I'm not giving you know, the significance of the injury enough credit, John, Um but he's having some challenges coming back and getting up to speed here.
1: Well, we shouldn't be surprised about that when you consider now that players are uh, had a full camp and have twenty to twenty-five games, and now Larson, who had a full camp, uh, got pushed back what the distance between October the first and December the first, uh, on average. So from that perspective, I think he's you know he's fighting upstream. Uh, and, and perhaps it's going to take him the month uh, to be back at, at 100% both mentally and physically uh, in order to compete with, with the, these guys who are at peak, uh, in my opinion, at this time of year uh, before the heavy injuries occur. This is peak performance time for most teams in the National Hockey League.
0: Well, the Vancouver, in fairness to Adam Larson, I think we can agree. He played pretty well against Vancouver in that 3-2 victory. Like him and Kleffbaum were really effective during the course of that game. We're joined right now. Go ahead, John. It's consistent. No, but it's consistency, Bob. It, it's, it's, you, you,
1: it, it's, it's being able to play that way every night. Uh, it, it's being having the stamina to play that way every night. And that becomes the challenge when you're playing every second day.
0: John, you were down at the event yesterday. We'll switch focus here. Uh, Well, not the event, but the availability with Ken Holland. I had some empathy for the position that Ken was in, especially given that he kind of had to... uh, provide the sort of chronological order of events because Chris Chelio's merged about six years. When I was watching that, and I'd already read the quotes from uh, Ken and Helene uh, St. James' piece out of Detroit, but I, I'm like, wow, that's that's not an easy situation. So somebody makes a factual error in the story, merges two different stories Uh, including one from when Chelios wasn't even in the room and on the team. Did you have some empathy for the position that Ken was in yesterday? I did.
1: uh, I I did. And, and, you know, these are times when you have to choose every word perfectly because uh, people are going to want to pounce. Uh, I thought uh, thought Ken handled himself as the uh, availability went on very well uh because but you never know what to expect you never know it's easy when you're sitting here talking about the waiver wire you're yeah. talking about the trade deadline when you're talking but when you're talking about the human aspect of the game uh and something that uh, certainly needs to be addressed but you don't talk talk about it on a regular basis it was a tough spot
0: yeah absolutely um no question about that and you know it's going to be interesting kind of moving forward here uh i mean, and I, obviously, and I've asked Brian Burke this question and Louis Debrus because there's still a place for coaches to be. We all know you can't make racist, sexist, homophobic comments. I mean, those—that's just not acceptable. No. We all know that. So you couldn't
1: be—you couldn't before either, right? No,
0: you couldn't before either. I don't care what everybody says. Right. You couldn't before either. Okay, so can you
1: still be hard as a coach? Sure you can. Sure you can. Uh, you can be demanding. Uh, you, you you can but but the question becomes is where, uh, the buttons you push you have first of all you have to apply it and understand you know the psyche of each of your players yeah uh, because that that when, when you get personal it becomes a real problem if you can sit here and talk about a broad base and stand in front of the room and there's 23 players in front of you and you know you can get uh, angry I don't see a problem with that there's nothing wrong with being mad there's nothing wrong with creating conflict um, but when you get personal and when you can uh, when you isolate one person particularly in a group situation you're gonna have to watch yourself yeah. you're gonna have to take the time to understand how you push that per- person's button in order to uh, in order to to get the best out of them it's interesting there I can think of uh, at least three instances in in my time in the National Hockey League where we talked about kinder gentler coaches yep uh who who are who are are tremendous gentlemen one has passed away one is still alive but roger nielsen on two occasions prepared a team built a team one in florida one with the new york rangers uh, but could not get over the hump and win and it, it and in both situations it was the players that pushed back and said we need more structure we need more discipline Mark Messier was the one, truly, that demanded Roger be fired in with the Rangers. Roger was replaced in New York by Mike Keenan. Roger was placed replaced in Florida by Doug McLean. And the following year, they went to the Stanley Cup final, both teams. George Kingston, who is one of the greatest people the game has ever heard of. He's in the same level as, as, as Claire Drake in my mind george kingston was the coach of the san jose sharks was an unbelievable educator was a very good coach but did not have the edge and discipline to put the sharks in any place to win he was removed from his job new coach comes in kevin constantine who was he's, a little over the top he's a little, a little over the a little top over the top yep. yep yep but but the team responded and so that becomes the challenge is, and I admit that Constantine went over the top. I really do. But you, there is a place for demanding excellence, in particularly in sports, where common day-to-day law does not apply. When you go into an arena, whether it be a football one, a basketball one, baseball, or hockey, the, the, the laws of the land don't apply. If I hit you over the side of the leg with a stick on the street, I can get assault charges. I do that in a hockey arena, I get a two-minute minor.
0: Yeah. John, so,
1: so the applications are different.
0: John Shannon joining us right now. Bob Stauffer with you on Oilers now. Uh, John, Akim there was conflicting reports. Is he going to meet with the NHL Board of Governors?
1: No. No. He's not going. He, he, he met with Bill and Gary in Toronto, I guess it was Tuesday uh and bill and gary are going to take it from there when the board of governors meets at pebble beach next week
0: daniel carcillo has basically reached out to people to get them to I, that's kind of how i would you know he, he wants people aware and he also wants stories uh, interesting situation there isn't it yeah and i don't know dan carcillo
1: uh, okay. i only know him as a player uh, I, uh, I, and f- from a little bit of the research I've done in the last two or three weeks about Dan Carcillo, uh, I, I feel that there's someone who is actually trying to help others, uh, particularly when it comes to concussions. Yeah. Uh, so m- my, my initial thought, uh, my superficial thought about Daniel Carcillo has changed. And that uh, that he is trying to assist people and make things better, and so I, I, at this point I'm prepared to give him the benefit of the doubt.
0: All right, uh, the orders get the L.A. Kings. They get the Buffalo Sabers. Do you think we'll see Ryan Nugent-Hopkins this weekend?
1: Uh,
0: you know, I don't know
1: about that. I, this, you know, when you have surgery, you, it, it's invasive, and people heal at different rates. Uh, and I would suspect that Ryan wants to come back when he's at 100 percent, not at 80. Uh, but uh, to me, that's one where you have to wonder uh, how the healing process is going. We obviously know, as of this morning, that we're going to see Zach either Friday or Sunday, which yeah. is a good thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know that uh, the fact that, uh, that Ryan probably he skated, but uh, I'm not sure how active he's been in contact stuff uh, makes it interesting. All right, uh, John. We'll see you down on the rink tomorrow. Whatever you say. <laughs> okay. Hey. I'm- don't forget, big promo. I'm on with Reed tonight. Come on, now. Where's the oh, big promo? I'm oh, you
0: want the Reed big... Uh, well, you're in studio with Reed tonight, are you not? I'm coming over. I'm coming over to the studio. I'm going to be
1: with, with Reed tonight. Oh, and maybe okay. Maybe he'll let me talk. Are you saying I don't let you talk? Well, my friend Susie thinks you interrupt me too much, so... There you go.
0: It's good to have friends, John, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> See you tomorrow. Bring your bring your okay. wallet, because you didn't take me for lunch oh. yesterday. Uh. There we go. I know, I know. All right. That's John Shannon uh, joining us, our NHL Insider. I want to tell you, make sure you go down and see the folks down at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin, where cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. You can get a no-charge winter performance package on most cars, trucks, and SUVs. Brent Ridge is an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner. For customer satisfaction, call 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. I believe uh, Uncle Milt just rolled back into town. He extended his trip down south. What a surprise during the cold spell in December. Uh, Rich is out there. Johnny and the gang at Brent Ridge. They even got some Calgary Flames fans. We're going to hook something up coming up here in weeks to come. Maybe we'll tie that into the Battle of Alberta. All right, 147. And speaking of the Battle of Alberta, we got a home and home, I believe this weekend, and to tell us about that from the Edmonton Oil Kings when we return, Daniel Troyani.
2: Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched.
0: Thanks, Connor. Uh, yes, this is Oilers Now. We're going to go to the listing Oilers History at 151. Brought to you by New West Travel. Join Oilers Now on a great road trip to Chicago. The package includes tours of Wrigley and Soldier Field and great lower bowl game tickets at the United Center. Call New West Travel. Go online at newestravel.com. Go for it, Brendan S. All
1: right. Back in 2007, Bob, the Oilers take a 2 nothing lead into the third period, but lose 4-2 to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Sidney Crosby had three assists. Dwayne Rollison took the loss between the pipes, and Kyle Brodziak was in the lineup for the Oilers.
0: Do you know who played on the line that night at the shutdown line that went up against Sidney Crosby in the third period? Jarrett Stoll, Rafi Torres, Zach Stortini. So they got lit up for three goals and somebody said something on the bench and Jarrett Stoll and Rafi Torres were not in the lineup two nights later when the Oilers took on the St. Louis Blues. And it was on December the 7th, two nights later, that I found out that Daryl Cates was getting the Edmonton orders For what it's worth. All right. Uh, 150, that was at least three months uh, prior, but I had a pretty good indication as I was driving to the game that night after doing a show at another space at another time when somebody reached out to me and said uh, certain amounts of volume were going to be moving. Mr. Gates' way regarding the shares of the team. I knew at that stage he was getting the team. Daniel Troyani joins us right now from the Edmonton Oil Kings. And Daniel, what is going on? We've had you on the show before. Uh, it's Teddy Bear Toss Saturday night. Is that right?
2: Yeah, uh, and, and building off that anniversary of December seventh. Uh, yeah, that that Saturday, uh, December seventh, we'll be hosting our uh, Teddy Bear Toss, and uh, pretty excited. It's uh, we got an incredible crowd. Coming out once again, and, uh, you know, some great partners with the brick and 630 Chet 10 is Anonymous, so we're excited.
0: All right, so just to – because i, I got to be honest with you, I haven't looked far enough. You, the Oil Kings are in Calgary tomorrow. Is this a home-and-home? Home? Yeah, yeah, it is a home-and-home. Home. So you guys are playing the Hitman three times in, like, nine days?
2: Yeah, actually, in, in fact, we don't play the Hitman once in the uh, second half of the season or last game against them is on december 30th wow. uh one of the challenges that sometimes you get with uh with scheduling is uh is you know when you plan all your out of division uh games you kind of can get a little bit tied up with it in, with your division game so i mean it should make though for uh for a pretty good game you know it's basically gonna feel like a playoff series we played them even last saturday so a lot of games against uh, a really good opponent and uh you know hopefully we score at least uh One goal, and if it's only one, then we win 1-0. Edmonton
0: Edmonton Oil Kings Director of Business Operations, Daniel Triani. So is this game sold out already for you guys?
2: We only have about less than 150 tickets. We've been moving them at a pretty good rate since uh, we revealed our jerseys on Monday. Um, And there's a few low seats as well, a really good deal. They're uh, $49.75 a ticket, uh, and, and we opened up some seats an uh, additional seating in the upper bowl. But, yeah, we're down to about 120 to 130 seats. Uh, and beyond that, then we will have sold this game out for a fourth consecutive season and will be a really exciting event for, uh, for families that are
0: in attendance. So what type of attendance are you looking at for the game?
2: We'll be at uh, 18-1, uh, potentially wow. a little beyond that, but we'll be at 18-1 for the fifth, fifth sellout in Oil Kings uh, history since we moved to Rogers' place. The fourth
0: consecutive one for Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, so this is a big event. People love it. It's got uh, tremendous uh, charitable component involved with it. Uh, you mentioned 6:30. Chad Santa's Anonymous. And uh, what's the over under on how long when the oil because they're going to score. So how long is it going to take uh, for the ice? <laughs> going to be gonna, better score. Well, they're going to score. Well, you, hey, you've got to talk to Brad Lauer then and get take care of that for us. But uh, <laughs> yeah. how long? What, what's the over under? How long did it take you guys last year uh, when you guys got one? Uh, to clear Last up, yeah. year,
2: we scored eight minutes into the second period. Okay. Um, I think it's only happened once in franchise history that we haven't scored. But I, I was mean, there. I, I've been with. I was. You were there in 2010. Yeah, I've been with the organization since 2011, so I, I missed. I missed that one. But since I've been here, we've scored um, in, in all different times of the game. We scored a minute into the game, halfway through the first, uh, halfway through the second, into the third period. Uh, so, you know, for any fans that are already coming to the game or thinking of coming, uh, if you're thinking of coming, I'd encourage you to get your tickets as soon as possible because we are, we will probably be sold out yeah. by tomorrow, I, I would anticipate. Uh, try your best to arrive at uh, the arena as early as possible because, again, you just don't know when that goal is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and, and uh, you know... Just make sure that you're ready to go. Warm up the arm and throw it as far as you can.
0: Yeah. Uh, In 2010, what I remember about that game is the Oil Kings had a a player by the name of Jesse Pearson. He got in a fight with uh – Kirk Gogol, and Gogol can really chuck him, and I don't think uh, the Pearson uh, kid ever played another game. Like, he got concussed, f- it and was, it was a tough situation. And then, of course, they, they did the little horn thing at the end of the game and threw the uh, uh, threw the teddy bears on. When I meant the time, I meant how long does it take to actually clean up the ice after all of the bears come on the ice, Dan? Oh, um,
2: it takes around... We try to do it a- around 20 minutes. Um, wow. You know, we'll, we'll, let, we'll let the toss happen allow the bears to collect a little bit on the ice you can really build the visual and you know for you, you can get some really good footage of it good photos and, and I think that's part of the experience um, and then you know after after about probably 90 seconds two minutes we'll we'll get our crew on the ice to start collecting uh, to start collecting the bears I mean to, to collect 15,000 bears take a little bit of time but we keep we keep the, uh, the fans entertained uh, during that period so we'll have a Christmas video so we're, we're excited to reveal that to the fans some other pieces of content throughout it uh, okay. we, have, we have some interviews we'll interview the goal score so it's not just uh you know a dead silence or just music playing we, we have a little bit of content that will run
0: during that time uh, okay. to keep the fans uh, uh engaged daniel thank you for your time yeah, thanks, Doc. Appreciate you, it. You bet. That's Daniel Troiani from the Edmonton Oil Kings. That wraps up a busy Thursday edition of Oilers Now. Elliot Friedman for River Cree Resort and Casino. Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Natalie Minkler from the Shirts Off Our Back event from the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation and a full preview of the Edmonton Oilers and the LA Kings. Did we, we get our guy yet? Have we received any word on that? They're working on it. They're working on it for us? Okay. Make that happen. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Followed by the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jay Lynn Nye. So long, everybody from Oilers now. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.